What is up, everybody? This is Brayden from Flint Mastering, and I am the host and content curator of the Mixing Music Podcast exclusive episodes. And today we have for you an exclusive archive, which means you're going to hear an exclusive episode that DK and I recorded almost a year ago. You're going to have the chance to hear what our exclusive episodes are all about and how much fun and learning goes on between me and DK as we discuss technical tips and important techniques in relation to producing mixing and mastering. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to be a part of the exclusive content we provide twice a week, you can do so by heading over to mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the exclusive archives. And with that, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. Welcome, my friends, to this exclusive subscriber-only episode of the Mixing Music Podcast. And I'm realizing now the past few intros I've done, I'm singing hello over and over again when I'm welcoming everyone. I don't know why I'm doing that. Anyways, I'm your host for today, Braden from Flynn Mastering. And uh, I forgot to say, first and foremost, as always, we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. And joining me today is the illustrious studio owner, father of two, and husband to a wonderful wife, wonderful husband himself, Daddy DK. <laughs> These intros just keep getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> I'm just going I'm off the top of my head. I'm here for it, dog. I'm here for it. Hey, eventually they're just gonna get weirder and weirder because I keep running out of things to say, and like and I'm just more and up more specific each time. <laughs> DK has ten toes, five on each foot, <laughs> and living at this address in North Hollywood, oh California. Is that sh- <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. yeah, let's let's uh, take a listen to this tape and, and do some commentary about it because I I like this one too. All righty, so today we're going to listen to a clip from Michael Brower. Everyone knows Michael. He's a legendary mix engineer. We just did an episode with him recently. Well, not with him, but we did a clip of his. Hopefully we get him on the show someday. But in this episode, he talks about uh, moving your computer monitor out of the way. Just to be clear, he'll say monitor a bunch of times. He is referring to his computer monitor. Um, And basically the point here is use your ears, not your eyes. So without further ado, Michael Brower, roll the tape. One of the things that I did from early on is when when a monitor first came up, right? So when when Pro Tools first came up and I no longer had a 24-track, I had to put the monitor somewhere. And I never liked anything between my two speakers. I didn't put toys in between the two speakers. I didn't put flowers. I didn't put lava lamps. I didn't put anything between the two speakers. Because when I'm looking forward, I don't want to be distracted by anything. I don't want my eyes to be distracted. And quite often, I'm actually mixing with my eyes closed. And that brings up the other senses anyway. But if I'm looking ahead, I don't want to see anything. So when we started bringing up the monitor, I had the monitor. If the console is in front of me, the monitor was generally to my right. It could be to my left. It doesn't matter, but it's not in front of me. So 
if I need to do anything, okay, I'll make the changes here, the keyboard is here, the monitor is here, um, and then I'm back to just mixing. Over the years when I've been teaching how to mix, I've always said, get rid of that monitor in front of you. Because when you're looking at it, you can get caught up in what the waves are doing, or your, your eyes will just deceive you. And it's just one more thing that might make you think that something is happening, but it's really because of your sight. So I don't want any of that when I'm mixing. So it's to my left or it's to my right, but it doesn't matter. And I only look at it if I'm searching for something or I need to edit something or mute. Otherwise, it's just the speakers, my faders, and I'm a happy guy. All righty. So we got to listen to Michael talk about how he does not like to have anything in between his speakers or in front of him when he's mixing. And oftentimes he'll close his eyes when he's mixing. Uh, he puts his monitor off to the left, to the right, wherever, so that he can get to it when he needs to make edits, but not so much that he's looking at everything he's doing. So I don't really have any specific questions on this. Just curious, DK, what's your take on this moving his monitor out of the way and using your ears instead of your eyes? Yeah, I actually really like this. Um, well, the one thing I want to shout out is say that Michael Brower at no point says that it sounds better. It's mostly about the, uh, maybe he mentions it, I don't remember. I don't think he ever does. Um, and people will argue this all the time. It sounds better, do this, do that. Um, but the most important part about all of this for him, and he recognized that it's for him, um, is that he doesn't look at the screen. And he doesn't get distracted. And we've always done that. Th we've all done that thing where we tweak a plug-in and it sounds great and it wasn't bypassed the whole time. Like, this is not uncommon. Our eyes do deceive us. Do deceive us. Um, as humans, you know, sight is a very important uh, <laughs> part <laughs> of life and of living. So, um, yeah, that's not weird. So... I do like the idea that he's mostly saying don't put the monitor in front of him. First off, for the aesthetics. He does, he's never liked anything in between his monitors. Um, and second off, so he never has to rely on his eyes over his ears. Um, a lot of other people, engineers will say, you know, try to get this everything out of the center of your listening position um, because it hurts you sonically. And there are arguments to be made about that. Um, but again, we're here for the practical um, that's not something, I mean, maybe, you know, and that might kill it for somebody, but not have almost no effect for somebody else. So, uh, but for him, it's about the visual. Um, I do like that idea. He, he doesn't have any distractions. I can go on and on about the importance of not being distracted while mixing or while working and the importance of getting in flow state and a hundred percent in the zone. Um, again, I always say inspiration is fleeting. So like why, if you can get in the zone and stay focused and get into flow state and stay inspired during, uh, all, if, if not almost all of the mixing process, you're going to have better results here. So I'm um, getting rid of distractions. Maybe that's not like things, right? Where you have things or lights or colors in front of you. Maybe it's like uh, dedicating different hours of the day, specific hour of the day, or like maybe if you like coffee and you're a coffee person that, that you, uh, kind of have coffee beforehand and that's like a habit that you get into whatever it is um if you need to be caffeinated to get into flow state or if you need to read a book before you get into flow state or if you need to you know whatever it is to do like get understand that you're just trying to get rid of distractions in your life turn off your phone i know people that turn off their phone leave it off to the side whatever it is don't get distracted um i think is super duper important he, he talks about um 
not using visuals. Uh, I think that it's a good idea to use visuals alongside with what you hear. But that being said, like some people swear against visuals at all completely. And part of the reason why they stay analog is because they don't want to look at what they're doing. There are many times when I'm mixing and I use specific plugins so I don't see what I'm doing. Um, like, for example, someone asked me the other day, DK, why do you use the Poltec or the 1073 type EQ? instead of fab filter and or like oh no it was the ssl channel why dk sometimes you use the ssl channel when you're eqing why is that not and my honest answer is because i don't want to see what i'm doing sometimes i don't want to see the actual curves i just want to pay attention to what i'm listening to um and that's like a solid answer like anybody that's okay if that's your reason why you use a specific plugin and maybe uh jesse ray ernster who we've interviewed a lot on this podcast probably the most highly you know reoccurring guest on the show he talks he's talked many times about completely hiding your view meters or your gain reduction meters on compressors or hiding you know whatever you can um and just trying to listen to it i think that i think that's really important you don't want to be you know um you don't want to be lied to. You don't want to lie to yourself. <laughs> so these are all super duper important. I don't think that this is a super like deep topic, but I think it's very important, something that we always forget about. I agree. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it's something that has like significantly helped <clears throat> me as I've, uh, you know, practiced and gotten better and improved at mastering is, especially with mastering when it's, you know, half a dB, one dB increments, you know, a dB, two dB of gain reduction. Sometimes it can be difficult to hear. And so if you're if you're using your eyes to tell you that that's what's happening, then like, you know, like DK said, sometimes, or and like Michael Brower said, sometimes your eyes will play tricks on you. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll dial in the settings of a plugin that I think it sounds good. And then I will close my eyes. And then in Pro Tools, there's a big old bypass button on the plugin. And I'll click it a million times. So I don't know if it's on or off with my eyes closed, and then I will try to guess which one is on and which one is off. And at least at first, I guess which one was on and which was off. Now, rather than doing that, I flip back and forth and think, which one do I like better? And sometimes I, I, I'm like, oh, I like it better. It must be all my processing. And then I open my eyes and it's bypassed. So, um, you know, just, and, and you know, you don't have to like totally completely redo your setup. You don't have to move your monitor out of the way, kind of like Michael Brower does. Like DK made a point of emphasizing that's what works for him. Uh, in my case, I kind of followed Jesse Ray Ernster's advice, and my monitor is almost on the floor. It sits on a 2U rack box of uh, my interface and everything. And then that way, it's not in between my speakers, it's not up in front of my face. And to be honest, I don't think it really changes much of the sound. Um, Jesse told me that it helps with forehead reflections that come from <laughs> the monitors, the speakers that hit your forehead and then hit the screen. I don't hear that. Um, but, you know, it's more comfortable for me to work this way. So I work this way. And then I close my eyes when I want to double check something. I, I do think that this is an important point. When it comes to things of this nature, um, finding things that are comfortable to you. So you said, I like this. This is more comfortable. Um, finding things that are comfortable for you has far more and greater returns than things that are you're doing it that are uncomfortable, but because they're technically right. For example, like, oh, having the monitor in between your studio monitors may not sound as good, but if that's what's comfortable, like, I'm sure that you're going to make better 
mixes, doing what's comfortable and not doing what's technically correct. So yep. um, that's something that I want to point out. And honestly, it's okay to do things that are wildly different. Like if you like to mix upside down, hanging from a monkey bar, then fucking go for it. Like that, if that's what gets you in the zone and if that's what's comfortable for you, first off, you're wild if that's what's comfortable for you. Uh, <laughs> and I would love to interview you if that's what you like to do. But that being said, uh, <laughs> like I think that's what's more important. I think there's better returns, more returns uh, when you do what's comfortable. Absolutely, 100%. And uh, that's what um, re- recently I've been working on redesigning my studio, putting things where I want them, getting things to sound better. And that's been one of the big things for me is comfortability. Uh, first, it's been acoustics, but then, you know, next is is comfort. And so I like I like having this screen down here. It's if you guys are watching the video, you're looking up at me. It's like I'm some like <laughs> high up person, but I don't know. It's comfortable. I like it. So do what's comfortable for you, do what works, and uh, do what best serves the music in the end. You know, helps you feel emotion with the music, helps you feel connected to the music, and that uh, do something that in turn will help your listeners feel connected to whatever it is you're mixing or mastering or producing. So um, with that being said, I think we will wrap up this episode unless DK has any final thoughts. That's it. I think this is a great episode. Cool. Do what's comfortable. Do what's comfortable. And uh, as always, join the Mixing Music Discord. Uh, Make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash DK Mixes. We will be uploading exclusive content there that you won't hear on the normal podcast or find other places. So make sure you go subscribe. And as always, leave us a five-star rating. If you enjoy the podcast, check out DK's Twitch streams and check out the merch we have. And uh, if one of you wants to send a video of yourself hanging upside down from monkey bars, mixing something, (laughs) we will send you a free (laughs) t-shirt. Wait, what? (laughs) Sure, okay. Just kidding. DK's the one that has the merch. No, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm committing to it. If someone, first person to do that, I'll do it. Yeah, mix upside down, hanging from monkey bars. (laughs) Warrants a free (laughs) t-shirt. But anyway... Cool. Well, uh, I don't think there's any other announcements. I think we're good there. And without further ado, DK, sign us off. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. Stay saucy.